0: Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we're going to talk about pausing versus pushing. And before I get into that, it is November of 2021 when I'm recording this podcast. And so just as a reminder for those of you who are listening um, in real time that I'm challenging you or inviting you for Appreciation Month to take at least a few minutes every day, even if it's just a couple of seconds, to find something about yourself that you appreciate this month, something you can celebrate in what you've accomplished, where you've been, what you've done, who you are, so that you can begin to continue to build yourself up and set yourself a good foundation so that you can serve to the best of your ability with your full self. So don't forget your appreciation practice uh, for this month. So with that, I want to dive into this whole idea of pausing versus pushing. We have been guided all along to push, just push through. You can do it. Just push harder. Don't give up. And and that's good on the surface, but there are times when that pushing actually becomes problematic. Right now I'm on a process to get back to my health routine. So doing my row, at least once a day, if not twice a day. You know, the eating, the mobility. I actually have a real challenge with mobility. I'm not flexible at all. And and my body, because of some injuries, has a tendency to really lock up out of protection, right? Um, I tell my trainer all the time, I just want three hours with a masseuse to get rid of all the knots. And she's like, no, (laughs) because the knots and the tightness actually serve as a way to protect you, right, from hurting yourself. So you don't want things to be all loosey-goosey all the time. Um, But I really want the knots gone. So, you know, I'm, I'm working through that mobility piece and really pushing through. Well, the thing about mobility and flexibility is it doesn't happen overnight. And in fact, if you push too hard when you are practicing mobility or practicing flexibility, doing those kind of stretches, you can actually injure yourself. The same thing when I talk about getting my row back in, I was at a point where, you know, it was nothing to do 500 meters. And on the weekend I'd do three to 5,000 meters. And it, I mean, it was tough. It's rowing is not easy, but it wasn't like a chore and it wasn't like, Oh my God, how can I get through this? I actually was able to make it happen. And now as I'm starting over, because I clearly took way too long a hiatus, it's like that 500 meters is kicking my butt. And there are times when I get up and I say, are you kidding me? I can't believe that was so hard. Laurel, I can't believe you waited so long. You know, all that death spiral of just, you know, trying to push yourself and then beating yourself up because you're feeling pain again. And that whole thing happened over the weekend. And I thought, wait, you know, wait. Sometimes you just got to pause instead of just pushing through because pushing through can sometimes be more detrimental or more painful than just taking a minute and starting over and resetting. So then I get through the weekend and Monday happens and it's a, it's a great day. I mean, I, last week wasn't fantastic. It was, it was, it was great, right? But it wasn't like stellar, uh, just because there's some things that happening, the joys of homeownership. And so I've had some roof damage and I was able to get somebody to come out and they're coming out on Monday. So they came out yesterday. And so I woke up. Early, I got up at 4.30, which I wanted to do, and did my meditation practice, did my row, did my um, preparation to go work out, and worked out with my trainer, did lots of mobility, and came home, you know, got ready, got ready for my therapy session, which is always lovely um, and necessary, and had my whole day kind of ready, right? There were things I was going to do, and I had a break that I had some things to get done, and got a therapy session and the adjuster, lovely young woman showed up to look at my roof and she was great. And it didn't take a whole lot of time. You know, I was able to do some other things, but not only did I have some wind damage in the place that I knew I had wind damage, but she was up on the roof and said, well, you actually have more wind damage and I see hail damage. I thought, okay, great. Right. And I'm thinking, well, Laurel, okay. You you have been here a while. We have a lot of storms. We had Harvey, we had all this stuff. So just, it's okay. Um, and then, I was looking at my water bill again. Three hundred dollars. My water bill's new usually sixty to eighty bucks, and I thought three. No way, three hundred dollars. So I'm calling the city, and it's like your wait time will be five hundred thousand bazillion minutes. And I thought this is, something is wrong. I don't use this kind of water, and I went back, and it started in. September and I had turned my sprinkler system back on. It started in September and it's all on auto pay. So I wasn't paying attention, which is a problem. That's why I don't love auto pay. I like pushing the button myself, but it's on auto pay. And I thought, Laurel, you know, uh-uh. so just kept trying to call the city, had other stuff to do. By now, my day is just all off kilter. Call the people that installed my sprinkler system and said, Hey, can you guys come out and look? I've got this crazy water bill. I think I've got a leak. And they said, oh, well, we can actually come out today. I'm thinking, "Okay, great. You know, I can only have you between this time and this time because I'm finishing a call here and then I got another call starting here. And can you all make that happen? They were out here, sent an army of people out. Um, I think they were training some people. And they were just great and very kind and and very thorough. Didn't find a leak, but found a problem with the meter uh, on the city side. And as they left and I started looking at the time. So by now it's, you know, almost four o'clock. And I haven't eaten since coffee that morning. My trainer is going to kill me for saying that. But I hadn't eaten since coffee that morning. And part of my routine is making sure I remember to eat. Because my issue is not overeating. My issue tends to be undereating, And then when I do eat, it's just the wrong things at the wrong time. Right. So um, that can be just as bad as overeating. And so I hadn't eaten. So I was getting cranky. And then i was thinking okay now i got a roof and that's going to cost money uh with my deductible and now i got this sprinkler system and these these crazy water bills and they can't find it and who knows when the city because the city says they've got a work order and it's going to be 30 to 90 days before they can even come out and i am not spending 900 when i know that there's something going wrong i mean just you know the death spiral was starting you can i was feeling it in the tension and then I got really emotional and really weepy. And I was like, this, I just don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why this is happening. The All of that madness. And then I had a client call and I had another call. And so I had to get it together, right? So I pulled on those old habits of just putting the face on. Push, push everything aside. Just push it down. Don't think about it. Compartmentalize. Put your mask on. Do the work. Just you know, pull your big girl pants up and just make it happen. Did that, got through the calls, was present um, and and always try to deliver with excellence. Did not get on camera for the last one. I was like, I just, I'm just i here, but I just can't do be on camera. And then I said, you know what? I'm, I think I'm done for the day. I'm going to go run to Target, one of my happy places, run to Target, pick up a couple of things, come back, get something to eat, and then I'm just going to sit a minute. I'll do my journaling at night. I'll do all that kind of stuff. So I ran to Target, came back, ate, and I thought, I'm still, I'm still done. I'm still done. And I just went to bed, read a couple of things, turned all the TV off, turned the lights on, everything, and just went to bed. And then got up this morning at 4.30 to start all over again, feeling a little bit more refreshed and a little bit more ready to tackle the world. And here's the thing that, that the other things that came up through that, as I was getting into this death spiral, right, there's the, there's that, reptilian brain that we've talked about, the polyvagal theory, right? That I was, there was first that frenetic energy of you've got to be kidding me. Let's just, you know, get here. Let's do it. Let's make sure it happens. Let's just all of that kind of stuff. And then there was getting really close to that dorsal, right? Where you just want to say, I'm I'm just done. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to do anything. I've got so much stuff to do. Nothing is happening today, all of that stuff. But what was sitting on top of that for me, which is a testament to not only the work that I've been doing with my therapist, and you guys know I'm a big proponent of therapy, so please do not be ashamed of going to get therapy. Go talk to somebody. It's a testament to the work I've been doing in therapy, the testament to the work that I've been doing on myself to just practice pausing, practice really understanding the difference between fact and the story I'm telling myself because the story may not be true. And I found sitting on top of all of this agitation was this reminder, Laurel, you've got this. You are a woman of faith. There is a plan. God's got you, right? And yes, all of these things are happening, but guess what? You have had a good year and you have money in the bank so that you can actually pay for these things that are going to cost some money. Cause there's a big deductible for a roof. And there was a big check I wrote $400 just to get some of these sprinkler heads done. And I still don't know where the leak is, right? So there are all these things that were happening and, and yet sitting on top of that was this, this membrane, I'll call it, because it wasn't strong enough to be a rope or it wasn't strong enough to push it down, but it was this this membrane that was very, very palpable that said, wait, it's okay. You have means, you are not alone, You are you, you've got this just one day at a time. Because as I started digging into this and getting towards the end of the day, I thought, oh man, you know what i know they said there wasn't a leak but i'm going back and look at my water bill again and this happens every time my sprinkler system comes on so it's got to be related to the sprinkler system somebody's got to come out and figure out what's going on because it's only doing that there i mean sixteen gallons that's more than multiple swimming pools i'm not using that kind of water And so then it was like, well, you were so flustered when you were there and you didn't think to have them look at that or show them the water bill. And, oh, by the way, you forgot to have them look at the rain sensor because it's still sprinkling when it's raining. just, you know, but again, on top of all of that, as I'm trying to push through and and trying to get through all of this stuff on top of that was sitting. Just wait. You've got this. Don't let that spiral start short circuit the spiral. Pause a minute and rejuvenate. And so when I got to the end of the day and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just done. I am cooked today. I'm just going to, I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to send one more email. I'm not going to make one more phone call. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. And then I got up this morning and I did remember some things because I got up at 4 30, which I actually think I'm going to back that up because I think I need an extra 30 minutes. And Did my journaling, did my row, did my mobility, right? And took my time doing that, got ready to do the show because it's show day and I'm always excited on show day. And I'm getting a chance to be on a really fantastic panel today, um, put on by Positive Hire, Michelle Hayward and her team. And so it's going to be another one of those crazy days. And yet it was made very clear to me that while we keep push, 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 that it's really pausing that gives us the power to move where we need to move. Because if you think about that whole exercise thing in mobility, again, when you're pushing there, you can push towards injury, right? It doesn't happen overnight. Pushing through on rowing doesn't happen overnight. Pushing through on mobility doesn't happen overnight. Having somebody work three hours on getting all those knots out of your body doesn't enable you to, to move through and be good. In fact, you could cause more injury. And sometimes that pushing, that pressure to push, whether it's a physical push or it's a mental or emotional push, serves not to kind of bolster us up and help us pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and give us kind of energy and wind under our wings, but to sit in judgment and to sit in pressure that says, well, if you don't have it, if you're not getting it, you're not working hard enough. You're not pushing hard enough. You're, you're grinding there. You're not hustling. You're not all of those words that are supposed to be engaging and and thought provoking, right? And to get you excited that actually can easily tip into judgment and debilitating effort, right? And an injury, mental, emotional, physical, financial, that push can actually be really detrimental. But if we don't push, but rather pause, give ourselves an opportunity to just regroup. Sometimes you just need to pause a minute just to breathe and say, whoa, wait, stop. Okay, let me go back at that. Sometimes that's enough. Just a quick 30 seconds. Just stop, regroup before I say what I'm getting ready to say. Let me take a minute, right? As my friend Lanier always says, you write hot, you send cold. Write that email, get it all out, and then stop. Breathe. Go back and reread it with a calm mind. Adjust it and then send it, right? So this week, as you're looking through what you need to do and how you need to do it, consider when you can pause. I think it's even more important now as this episode is coming out in November and we're moving into the holidays, the Thanksgiving, uh, Veterans Day, D-Day is coming, Christmas is coming. It's the end of the year. So then we got to prep for the next year. It is another year of COVID. It's just a time of heaviness and melancholy and pressure. And there are a lot of people who are not feeling really great right now. Um, I know that this time of year is really hard for my family. We lost um, a grandmother on Thanksgiving and we lost my dad on New Year's Eve. And so they're, they're not great holidays to celebrate for us. Um, but there's also a time for that appreciation, for grace, for gratitude, for being compassionate for setting aside the judgment and just being. And what greater time to pause to give yourself a chance to reflect on the appreciation of the things you've done, the appreciation of the things you've accomplished, the appreciation of how far you've come. Not just how far you have to go, but how far you've come. To sit in that as opposed to pushing, pushing, pushing and saying, I've got to get it done, I've got to get it done, I've got to get it done. And I am the poster child for that. You know, even my therapist is like, what is the one, you know, the two to three things you're going to do? And she asked me yesterday, okay, have you decided? I'm like, yep, it's the one thing, but here's the pieces of that. She said, so really it's three. And as I kept talking, she said, so, you know, that's another 30, right? (laughs) So it's that just stop. Just stop. Give yourself a minute to say what's really important. Give yourself a minute to say, I can't not right now, not in this minute. I just can't. And I owe it to myself and I love myself and trust myself enough to give myself a minute because I know when I give myself a minute, I'm going to be able to be back at it. Bigger, better, stronger, faster. That's what you need to have confidence in. You know, as a woman of faith, I don't worry about God. God's got it. I know he's got a plan. I know he is on his game. I don't worry about that. I worry about me. So it's not, Trusting him, that's the issue. It's just in me, that's the issue. And by practicing that pause and remembering who I am, whose I am, how far I've come, what I've done, what receipts I have, what gifts I have, it gives me the opportunity to regroup so that I can then decide when and where and how and how deep I'm going to push. Thank you for tuning in to the Rutledge Perspective this week. I hope you will take a minute to pause before you decide to push, that you will take a time to give yourself some appreciation, to show compassion and appreciation for others, to give some grace during this period of the year, both to yourself and to others, to be kind. If there's anything that I can do to be of service, send me a DM. Please continue to download and listen. I appreciate every one of those. I still have this really big goal and I'm way far away from it. A really big goal of 17,000 downloads by the end of the year. And I really would appreciate your help and support in making that happen. Please pass it on. If it has touched you, share it with someone else. Um, And maybe they can find something that will help them move forward and pause before they begin to push. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously, and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutlers Perspective podcast, please pass it along.